Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. We have two great guests for you today. In our first half hour, we are talking about intuition. My guest is Lynn Robinson. She is a best-selling author and one of the nation's leading speakers on the hot topic of developing and trusting our intuition. Lynn teaches how to tap into the power of your inner GPS. Her clients consistently praise her uncanny intuitive insights as spot-on, resulting in personal clarity, creative solutions, and overall business success. Lynn Robinson has authored seven books on intuition, and they've been published in over 15 languages. Her latest is Put Your Intuition to Work, which is what we're going to talk about today. Lynn's also the author of Divine Intuition. And you can learn more by logging on to Lynn Robinson, L-Y-N-N, Robinson.com. Welcome, Lynn. Hey, thank you, Patricia. It's great to be on your show. Great, thank you. So how would you define intuition, and where does intuition come from? Well, my favorite definition is from a 15-year-old girl who said, intuition is like when we know something, but where did it come from? (laughs) But I think, you know, we get it in so many different ways. We get it as a feeling, it might come as a dream, a physical sensation, like a, a gut feeling, it might be just an instinct, an aha moment. And I think that there's a couple main ways that it, it comes to us. I, I like to think of it as sort of divine intuition that we're all hardwired with this inner wisdom and we all have access to it. And I think an equally good way to describe it is often it's subconscious knowledge that we bring to the fore when we're about to make a decision. So it could be based on some past experience or observation. But my favorite is the, is the inner GPS. <laughs> Yeah. And do you think it's always right? And how do we know when it's the inner voice or it's the outer voice talking to us? That can be tricky. Yeah, it can. And unfortunately, the boring answer is partly practice, because I think that the more you pay attention to it, the more you try to listen to it, the more you can kind of discern which is the voice that you're listening to. Usually the voice of our ego, or I guess it's the outer voice, as you're saying, tends to be very critical. You know, why haven't you done this? And You should do this. And what a jerk you are. <laughs> it's our inner critic, usually. And yeah, voice, I, yeah, you get that, yeah. too. I I usually, well, do. I find I find that the outer voice is much louder. Yeah. The inner yeah. voice for me is very matter of fact. It just like comes in a wave like da 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 da. Right. It's very different. Mhm. Yep, absolutely. And I think that one of the one of the definitions of intuition is the still quiet inner voice and I always wish it would turn up the volume. Uh, so, uh, yes, I think that the, the way I experience intuition and that inner voice that's different from the, from the inner critic or ego voice is that it often does speak very quietly, and it often gives you a sense of peace and calm. And mm. at least for me, I don't always find it gives me a big dissertation or even paragraphs of information. It might be, try this, or it's just a, like a little thought balloon that comes into my head or aha moment, as I said earlier. So I think, you know, it's, I like to tell people, to practice with low-risk situations at first. You know, it might be, you know, what's, what's the best thing for me to be eating right now to make myself feel better or what could I do to bring a little more happiness or joy into my life and, 
you know, just to ask questions. I'm a big fan of asking open-ended questions of your intuition, mm-hmm. things that evoke more than a yes or no answer. So what's my right next step or how should, what should I know about this subject or this person? Um, and the answers sometimes will come in right away. Um, I like to meditate in the morning when I get up and 10 or 15 minutes and I usually kind of close by asking my intuition some questions and when I'm lucky I get the answer right back yeah that was my question my question was do you have to meditate and quiet your mind is it a practice in order for you to hear the intuition I don't, I don't believe so. I think it helps. I'll, I'll say that. I definitely think it helps because I find when I can close, uh, calm my mind and be a little more peaceful when I'm approaching certain decisions or issues, um, it really helps to have meditated and to not be in a, you know, a drama queen energy or overwhelmed. Um, but that said, I do think that intuition comes when we need it. And it's just really learning to discern what that intuitive voice is saying and, and really paying attention to it and taking action on it. But I definitely find that when I meditate, I feel like I've got more of an open channel Mm. for my intuition. Mm -hmm. Now, many top executives have discussed the importance of trusting their gut when they make decisions. Mm -hmm. Is this more acceptable? You know, you didn't hear about intuition as much before, but is this more acceptable in the business world, in the corporate world? Yeah, I'm definitely finding it more acceptable. I'm getting more more clients that are... um, successful CEOs and entrepreneurs and things. So I think what's happening, my observation is that maybe even, you know, less than a decade ago, we used to be able to make decisions largely on the base of analytics and what's worked before. And now our, our culture, our world is changing so dramatically, especially our, our business world, that we can't make decisions like that anymore. So, uh, you know, it's not that one is right and the other is wrong, certainly. I mean, we have a, a logical left brain for a reason and we have an intuitive right brain for a reason. So I, I find that what a lot of executives will say is that I, I scan all the data that I can, I can have, that I have at my access to, and then I, you know, really trust my gut about what's the best decision to make. And I think that's really a good combination of ways to, to trust one's intuition, because it isn't an either-or answer. Um, but yeah, I just finding more, we, we live in such a time of uncertainty, so whether yeah. you're in business oh, or whether, you know, yes, I mean, we're all like, how, oh my God. How, could, how could an employer or a business owner use what you're just saying, you know, with trusting their intuition hmm. in finding the best employee? Now, a lot of times, you know, the employees get tested. They give them personality tests or emotional IQ tests. But, um, you know, the intuition plays a part here as well. Talk about that, Lynn. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Probably one of the best ways to do it is, is again, to ask intuition questions. So I, I recently hired a new virtual assistant for my intuitive reading business, and she helps me with my book promotions and my and my social media. And I had a, a bunch of people that I interviewed, and I just sat down with a list, and I said, I just need more information about Kathy, and I'd like more information about Michelle, and I'd like more information, and I just kind of went through the list. And, I, and then I asked, what are their strengths and what are their weaknesses? 
And, you know, like you alluded to earlier, often that you just get a little, a still quiet inner voice, you get a felt sense of something. So I just jotted all those notes down and made my decision. But, of course, you know, I'd done my left brain, you know, due diligence, you know, getting information, mm-hmm. calling, uh, calling their, uh, their recommendations and, um, you know, seeing, who, you know, what people said about them. So all of that was piece of information. But really I let my intuition say, who did I feel most comfortable with and here's the skill set I need and who would, mm-hmm. who would most best uh, who would best fill those shoes so I think that intuition is such a great way of, of uh, really deciding and helping you decide because sometimes somebody's got a yeah. background that you absolutely need mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. there's something off you know and I would say the same is true if you're thinking about taking a job I had a, an mm-hmm. intuitive reading client recently who um, it, who had a, a job offer that he said you know on the on the when he went through the interview, everything was great. He, he thought, you know, this is exactly the job description I'm looking for. And yet, when he thought about taking the job, he said he just felt really heavy. And um, he said, I just didn't feel right, and I couldn't figure it out because logically it made sense for me to take it. And mm-hmm. it turned out that, you know, it, it, this actually was a few months ago, he turned out that the company, he didn't take the job, and the company went bankrupt. <laughs> and Isn't that you know, something? It's so tricky yeah. because, you know, intellectual yeah. Say, and company is going bankrupt. Yeah. It, it's, um, I'll tell you a personal story on that because that also uh, can go into your personal life and your love life as well. And I'm single, and I'd say this was maybe a year ago, maybe a little less. You know, I started seeing someone, dating someone, and on paper and even meeting this person, I mean, perfect. You know, really, it's just so many things I was looking for, nice looking, just everything. And something really just didn't feel right. And I remember calling a friend, and I went on and on, and she said to me, you know, Patricia, I hear what you're saying, but you're trying to talk yourself into something that you don't really feel, because Uh it looks so good. And she was absolutely right, and then after the third time, I actually got a note from him, and he said, well, if you can't make up your mind, he said, I'm going to let you go. I thought, wow. So that was it. Oh, third day, he gets that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so your intuition was right on. But the paperwork was beautiful, Lynn. <laughs> yep, I get it. I know. And so, and, and, it, and you know, same kind of thing when you're trying to hire somebody. I mean, they may look great on paper and yeah. have great recommendations, but if you're feeling that there's something off, it, it probably, there was another guy that I, uh, my most recent book is called Put Your Intuition to Work. And I interviewed um, a, a guy who was a CEO of a big guy, I think it was a marketing company, and he said that they they needed a CFO, um, and so his HR uh, department interviewed this uh, several people, and one guy they kind of decided on, and the guy that I interviewed, I'll call him Mark, I can't remember his name, but Mark said every time I went to pick up the phone, um, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't offer him the job, and he said, that's so unusual for me. He said, I'm not a procrastinator. I'm very decisive, so I really had to kind of say, what's wrong here? There's some message I'm getting, so he decided to do a very extensive background check on the guy, and it turned out that he'd been convicted of of Investment in two different states. Mm. <laughs> wow. You know, you just, you know, you never know wow. why. Sometimes that's the frustrating yeah. thing about intuition yeah. is like you know something, yeah. but sometimes you don't know exactly what you, yeah. or why you know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. tricky sometimes. Yeah. But boy, yeah. it's such a, it's such a wonderful resource, especially when you're in the midst of change or you're, you're overwhelmed, you're trying to make a decision about yeah. your life because we all yeah, look outside absolutely. to experts yeah. on, yeah. Uh, on these topics. Well, and, 
And I have found in my yeah, and I have found in my life it's it. This is kind of like intuition that there have been times when I've kind of been tossed out of something. You know, it's like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it ended quickly, and I didn't know what happened. And then I find out a year or two later those same kind of things, either bankrupt or you know, just just things that yeah. oh, am I glad I'm not there? But I didn't right. know that at the time, and it yeah. was like the universe was tapping on me and said, "You're not listening. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna just push you a little." Right. So. Right. And I think, you know, you also raise a good point that I see a lot is that I think that we often ignore our intuition because often we get these little, as you call them, kind of pushes or nudges to make a change. You know, it's time to leave my job or it's time to begin a relationship or some other big decision. And often when we don't pay attention to it, that little nudge turns into a shove (laughs) and we find ourselves fired or, you know, something else big that's, uh, that's happened in our lives. But I think, you know... One of the things that I tell people about intuition, I think what often kind of scares people about it, is that it often does push you out of your comfort zone. And it's like, okay, it's time for a change. It's time to leave this job, or it's time to begin a relationship, or it's time to make a move or something. And and it's still scary, because most of us just want to stay where we are. Um, And yet I found over and over again that when I can kind of feel that fear and then do it anyway, things work out tremendously. Um, So that's been a big, that's a a name of one of my favorite books, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. anyway. Also, I just think it's a good motto for life, you know. All right, we're going to take a break, but I do want to close on this one thing. The word sleep on it is an old cliche, but do you think that when people are using or making the decisions that it does tie into issue intuition and we should sleep on it before just reacting? Absolutely. Um, I, I think I've got a great technique that perhaps we can talk about after the break, but um, I think that's such a great way when you're really struggling with something to um, access your intuition because dreams are a great way of getting intuitive information and guidance for ourselves and our lives. All right, we're going to um, going to close just for a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk to Lynn Robinson, who's a best-selling author and one of the nation's leading speakers on the hot topic of developing and trusting our intuition. Her newest book is Put Your Intuition to Work, and her website is lynnrobinson.com. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. 
You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And we are with Lynn Robinson, who is the best-selling author and one of the nation's leading speakers on the hot topic of developing and trusting our intuition. She teaches how you can tap into the power of your inner GPS, and her clients do consistently praise her uncanny intuitive insights as spot-on, resulting in personal clarity, creative solutions, and overall business success. Lynn has authored seven books on intuition that have been published in over 15 languages. And her latest book, which we're talking about today, is called Put Your Your Intuition to Work. She's also the author of Divine Intuition. And to learn more, you can log on to Lynn Robinson, L-Y-N-N-Robinson.com. Welcome back, Lynn. Thanks, Patricia. All right. Good. So we were talking about um, sleeping on it before the break, and is it still helpful advice, you know, in terms of, you know, just waiting a little bit before you just say yes or say no? Yeah. Um, My favorite technique to use with dreams is before I go to bed at night, I usually keep a pad of paper beside me and a pen, and I write down a paragraph or two of something that I'm thinking about or struggling with or trying to make a decision about. And before I kind of close that out, I, I just make it, I try to make it be like a one sentence um, a question or a comment, like I need information about this job change or how, what could I do to promote my business or increase business? So or, mm. what do I need to know about this potential relationship? I mean, anything like that. And as I drift off to sleep, I will just repeat that question or that statement in my mind. And then uh, whenever I wake up, and sometimes at 3 o'clock in the morning, um, I just try to jot down any answers that I've gotten. Sometimes people will remember their dreams, which is great. Other times people will wake up and feel that they've got an answer or some aha moment that has occurred. And sometimes it's, it's a big decision or big issue that I'm facing. I sometimes will do that for several nights in a row. Um, but when I, I use that technique, my, my whole business um, got started by meeting a Boston Globe newspaper reporter at a friend's funeral. So that's how my business got launched. And, and I got 500 clients in the next month. And wow. I had time. Wow. I was an operations manager of a software company in Boston. 
And so I, my question as I was drifting off to sleep was, should I keep both jobs? Because I had all these clients calling me, and yet I had this full-time job where I was the operations manager. And I, and I really wanted to keep my regular job because I was thinking, okay, you know, there's a steady paycheck and benefits, and, you know, gosh, who knows if this, if this other business is going to continue uh, going with my intuitive readings. So I asked for a dream. And I woke up the next morning, and I was laughing because I had a dream that I was out in a lake in, in canoes, plural. I had one foot in one canoe and the other foot in the other canoe, and I was thinking, I can't do both here. I've got to make a decision. So that morning I went in and uh, gave my notice, and uh, it was over 25 years ago that I've been doing my intuitive reading and speaking and writing. Wow, so isn't that I'm great? really glad I made that decision, and the dream indicated that, uh, that I had to make that decision. So. Yeah, and it was the right one. Now, you yeah. have a three-step intuitive business plan that helped you yeah. to grow your successful business. Can yeah. you tell us about that. Yeah. Um, basically, I mean, part of it's law of attraction that some of your listeners may be familiar with. So the first part is to try to get as clear as possible about what you want your life to look like. So maybe another way of thinking if somebody gave you, you know, you won the lottery for a few million bucks, you know, you didn't have to worry about it. What would your life look like? Um, or somebody could wave a magic wand and say, you know, you've got your ideal life. What would that look like? So sometimes I'll cut out pictures from magazines and do a vision board. Sometimes I will um, just just write it down um, and say, you know, this is how many clients I want. This is how many speaking engagements I want. I'm really looking forward to a new book contract, you know, some things like that. Um, and then the second part is, as I said earlier, I usually meditate for 10 or 15 minutes every morning. And at the end of it, I do a little visualization. And so what I do is I, I just sort of in my own mind, not necessarily out loud, I just imagine and, that I already have what I want. Like, and I'll just say really positive things like, wow, life is going really well. Business is really flourishing. I'm so excited to have these new clients be booking on my scheduler. And, you know, I've got a new book contract coming up. And that speaking engagement really went well. I mean, I'll just talk to myself as if I already have what I want. And then here's mm. where the intuition comes in. And before I open my eyes from, from step two, I put my hand over my heart because I think that gets me out of my logical brain. And I just say to myself, what three things could I do today to move in this new direction? And I just try, try to pay attention to whatever comes to me that feels interesting or I'm excited about it or I'm curious about it. Any of those things, to me, are intuitively guided. So, you know, at the end of a five-day work week, I've got 15 things that I've done to put the energy out towards my goals um, that are intuitively guided. And I've just found that that's such a great technique for when I feel stuck or I feel overwhelmed or I just feel uncertain. Because a lot of us who are entrepreneurs particularly, we don't know. I mean, there isn't necessarily, here's five easy steps to grow your business. (laughs) It's tricky. Um, Right, and it's up and down. And it changes. It, it changes. Does. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it changes. So so speaking of that, then if somebody hears their intuition and they ignore it, you know, to regret it later, how can they learn to trust it more fully? Well, I think that sometimes ignoring it and having things not work out can be a great learning experience. It's not usually a pleasant one, but it's, you know, and I've heard that so many times. I should have listened to my gut. You know, I should have listened to my intuition. And, you know, hopefully that does inspire people to check in with their intuition the next time they've got a decision to make. And it really can be something as simple as just sitting down, quieting your mind for a moment. It doesn't need, you know, an hour of contemplating your navel or something. It's just quieting your mind, maybe keeping a pad of paper beside you and a pen, 
and some people do it on the computer, but, um, and just saying, what is my intuition saying right now? You know, what's my gut say, or however you want to phrase it that works for you. Um, And really try to pay attention to that, and at least take an action towards it. I mean, if your intuition is saying, it's time to leave your job, well, it may not be, you know, that may not be quite the right time, but what about taking some action on it? It might be rewriting a resume, or going on an informational interview, or do some online searching. Just honoring that intuition. Because often it will, as I said earlier, kind of feel a little scary to, to take a big step, especially if you've kind of been a little scared to trust it. Absolutely. You also have some tips for people that might feel like they're stuck or they're in a rut uh, mm-hmm. or overwhelmed or even, you know, if they worry. I mean, you have some, you have some tips. Yeah. Well, doing that, taking action towards what feels exciting or curious or energizes you is probably the biggest one because a lot of times okay. we can't logically figure out how we're going to get from point A to wherever we want to go. And intuition really speaks to us through what we feel enthusiastic yeah. about. And conversely, if you feel drained or bored or enervated by something, that's also your intuition saying don't go there or don't do, keep doing those things. The other thing yeah. is to really... Yeah, I just want to, I just want to make a yeah. comment, but to, to, I just want to share that for me, I find that so true. If I've been in something that really excites me or I've been with people and I've had such a wonderful time, I'll make a note of that. I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, look at look Great. at where you're in. Look at how excited you got. And yeah. I think that that's important because that helps you go in that direction the next time. Yes, absolutely. That's a really yeah. good point. The, the other thing that I find very important is to watch your self-talk because I think if you're saying things to yourself like, oh, I'm just really stuck or I'm so overwhelmed, I just don't know what to do, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So saying things to yourself, I mean, you're going to have to kind of figure out which one works best for you because I think affirmations are so personal, but things have a way of working out for me or I just, I know what my right next step is. It may just be a small step right now, but I, if I continue moving forward, I'm going to trust that this will work out. Um, right. You know, saying things like that, paying attention to what you say to yourself is so mm-hmm. important because I think when you say, I don't know what to do or I'm stuck or I'm overwhelmed, it kind of blocks your own intuitive messages that are trying to get through. So what would be your advice for somebody who feels that because they've had a setback, such as a business setback mm-hmm. or a loss of a job? Yeah. Um, and they're worried. Yeah, of course. And listen, that is totally human nature, and, and haven't we all gone through that? I mean, I was joking a few years ago that I kind of felt like somebody had put my name in the obituary column and not told me. It's like my business kind of slowed down, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what's going on? And so I had to, you know, practice what I preach and say, okay, you know, this is a temporary setback. You know, other people experience these things too, and what can I do right now just to put one foot ahead of the other that feels exciting to me or interesting? to me. Um, and listen, I, I'm not at all denying that it's scary and you feel like you're filled with self-doubt or your inner critic is, is uh, running on overdrive. You know, it's hard. It's hard when you've had a big setback like that. But I think if you, if you're, I love to read biographies and autobiographies and, you know, often the people that have been the most successful have had these big setbacks, personal bankruptcies, divorces, mm-hmm. illnesses, yeah. accidents. And yeah. sometimes when we yeah. go through those dark times, they help us to be strong in the weak place. Stronger, yeah. yeah. All right, and I wanted to ask you about, what. and you did talk about worry, you know, putting yourself one step in front of another. I know you have, we only have two minutes left, but you have 
a great story about using your intuition to win the lottery. So if you can do it in two minutes, I think our listeners would love it. Yes. I've heard it. It's oh great. Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, right after I got married, which was now 25 years ago, um, I woke up with six numbers in my head, and I couldn't go back to sleep. I couldn't get the numbers out of my head, and I had never played the lottery before. So my husband's snoring beside me. I, I said, you know, honey, how many numbers are in the lottery? And and uh, he's kind of grumbling that I'd woken him up, and he said, there's six numbers. And I said, well... I think I have the lottery number, and I have never seen him move so fast before or since. He was like, oh, my gosh, she's got the lottery number. So I, uh, he wrote the numbers down. He said, I'm going to play them on the way to work in the morning, so Wednesday morning, and I put it right out of my head. And Friday morning rolls around. I'm reading the Boston Globe, and we're having coffee. And I said, oh, we should see if my number came in on Wednesday. And he looked a little sheepish, and he said, oh, gosh, you know, I forgot to play it. It got so busy that day. And I, so I'm thinking, oh, well, slim to none chances that I actually won the lottery. But I looked anyway. And lo and behold, there is my number that we did not play oh, on Wednesday oh, um, that was for $5.2 million. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh. still married to him. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you can always play it again. It comes around again. That was a wonderful, wonderful story. All right, tell people how they can find you, please. Um, well, my website is lynnrobinson.com, L-Y-N-N, and robinson.com. I have lots of quizzes and articles and videos on my website on to help you trust your intuition. I have an intuition newsletter, so I have a lot mm. of... Um, uh, videos there about uh, you know video blogs that can help you trust your intuition and my latest book as you said Patricia is called put your intuition to work and the uh, um, one that I wrote just previous to that is called divine intuition so and I also as I mentioned do intuitive reading so people usually call me when they're in the midst of change and transition and trying to figure mm-hmm. out next steps and so I use my intuition to help guide you <laughs> Thank you. So, what a great interview. Thanks so much, Lynn. Oh, thanks, Patricia. Yeah, thanks for having me. Wonderful. Yeah, stay on the line for a minute. Okay. My guest has been Lynn Robinson. Her book is Put Your Intuition to Work and log on to lynnrobinson.com, L-Y-N-N Robinson.com. All right. That wraps up the first half of this program. We'll be right back with the second guest right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. Again, uh, find me on voiceamerica.com and also Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources uh, on Facebook and my website's patriciaraskin.com. Stay tuned, folks. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.